Hello and welcome to episode one of Why We Get Shwasty. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, welcome to the Phantom Menace of Why We Get Shwasty. <laughs> this is exciting. I know, first yeah. episode. Yeah. Episode one. Big things ahead episode of us. One. Big things. Massive things, huge it can, things. It can only the get worse things. from here. <laughs> yeah. January 8th. January 8th is recording day. January 8th, 2021. Off to a roaring start with this podcast. Yeah. Tumultuous time to be alive, but we're ignoring all of that and talking about some dumb shit. Yeah. Why, is there is there something going on in the world at large? <laughs> uh, I don't think so, no. How are we doing? Doing all right. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, other than everything yeah. being a catastrophe, uh, personally, yeah. on a moment-to-moment basis, I'm doing okay. Cool. Yes, on a purely personal level, I'm, I'm doing quite, quite well. I think. Cool. Um, how are you, Felipe? Not bad. Not bad. Just just for the listeners, we are actually spread all over the world on this. Um, I'm in London myself, Ronan being in Edinburgh. Mm-hmm, in the cold north. Fergus in Vancouver. And I am in uh, Vancouver. The colder north. Canada. Yeah, in Canada. It's actually probably colder in Scotland, to be honest. It's very uh, very mild here it's, at the it's, 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 it's minus seven right now. So yeah. Is it? Bloody cold. Oh my. Jesus. Jesus Christ. It's only zero. It's literally zero in London. That's lovely. What are you guys drinking? I'm on a Merlot today. Mm. Glass of Merlot. Was it here Wizards? (laughs) No, that's Merlin. Merlin. I thought it was Harry. Merlin. Harry's famously not a wizard. He said that. No. <laughs> he, he's actually. It, it came from his own mouth. Yeah, uh, I'm a what? He's um, he's a what? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He's is self-defined as a what? Um, he's a unit of energy. Uh, <laughs> Little reference to 2007 YouTube there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Little reference to the concept of energy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm uh. thinking. Um, it's a Brewdog Clockwork. They're a tangerine Ooh. one. Um, Is that supposed to be like Clockwork uh, Orange or something? Uh, yeah, that's um, it. I hadn't thought about it. I just saw the orange. I, I see the it. orange um, um, color scheme on the can there. Um, yeah, Clockwork, Clockwork, and it's orange. Or tangerine, technically. They um, probably couldn't for, use so that They for, threw me off with the reference. Yeah, for legal um, reasons. I got it because I wanted to, I wanted something exciting for the first podcast, something a bit more interesting. It's got a bright orange mm. can here. Uh, mm. It's a bit shit. Ah, really? Sorry, did did you just say you wanted something a bit more interesting? It's bright orange for the podcast, the purely audio <laughs> medium. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I was hoping that would be so good that it would somehow make its way into the audio waves. Yeah. Hoping the listeners would hear your a voice and think, "Ah, oh, yes, our fourth guest." Yeah. Ah, uh, yes, he's orange today. <laughs> Uh, I'm drinking a coffee. A what? A coffee. It is. Co-fefe. How many hours behind are you? 
Uh, it's currently two in the afternoon. Okay. Um, and uh, new year, new me. <laughs> <laughs> I've decided to do a dry January. Really? Which um, sucks because I love drinking and I love standing outside when it rains. What's the reason for the dry January? Uh, just because I woke up on New Year's Day and I felt poisoned and I decided that I, mm. I don't like that feeling and I don't want to have that feeling for at least a while. Mm. Mm. I, I admire that. I, I started to try and do something similar. Um, and then one of my friends ordered a bottle of Prosecco to be li- delivered to my house and that went out the window. <laughs> what, the bottle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, straight into the neighbor's head. Straight out of the window. I don't want to drink! Get out of here! Didn't you, you know hear how me? it makes me? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to give a little introduction about what we're doing here? For the listeners. Yeah, let's and, talk about the podcast, um, what, our, what our grand goals are and what they can expect in the future. Exactly. Um, yeah, and, and why, why they should continue to listen. Despite um, this uh, dire warning sign not to, that was the first five minutes. <laughs> yeah, red flags everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I- I- ignore those red flags. You see a red flag, keep going. Keep it's going. Like they can't see it. It's audio only. Exactly. If you hear a red flag, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> the red flag is with my orange can of beer. Yeah. <laughs> yes. um, Ronan, do you want do you want to give the listeners a, a little intro? Yeah, sure. So uh, this is why we get Schwasty, and our mission long term is to come to some sort of answer to figure out why why we do get Schwasty. And so each week we'll be talking about a different thing, a different topic, different piece of discussion uh, to figure out if that's, if that's the reason we get Schwasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a, f- a few topics we've discussed in the past, uh, things like cults, the concept of Christmas. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's about all we've done in the, in the practice rounds. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than talking about Star Wars accidentally for an hour. So you can expect that. That'll probably be about every third episode will be... Uh, an accidental steamroll into some obscure Star Wars lore, which we will be doing later anyway. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned for that. Uh, so each week we'll have a different topic, but this week, uh, to start things off, we've got a, a few smaller things just to discuss. Uh, so we won't be launching to a full one just yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully and later in the series, later in the series, we, sh- we should hopefully... Kind of, uh, um, I'm not sure if we... Did we talk about this? We, we um about getting people in um with their stories and why or maybe how they got shwasty or oh or what makes them shwasty. Um, That's good because a person can be shwasty and a person can also get shwasty. Shwasty exactly. is a it's a state of being as well. It's a verb. It's an adverb. Mm-hmm. It's a noun as well. Technically, when you think about it. What are we watching, guys? Oh, I finally got around to quite quite late. Um, I watched the film that saved cinema. Oh fuck! Save cinema. <laughs> uh, Christopher Nolan's Tenet, which absolutely killed cinema. Did you uh, watch it on your phone as you were supposed to? As it was oh, on, on Quibi, yeah, in in ten <laughs> minute segments. <laughs> oh my god! I completely forgot. Quibi Everyone's was been hanging on it. I don't think it's. I, I I I enjoyed it, although it did have its some major flaws, like the audio. Um, yeah, well, I I watched it um, 
at home, and so I had subtitles, which I think improved it so much because, I mean, I, yeah. I still didn't know really what was going on, but I at least knew what they were saying. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I think that was missing from... this. I mean, the, the plot itself is a bit confusing, but at this, while at the same time, you can't actually hear what mm-hmm. the characters are saying. <laughs> it's um, just a mess. I yeah. I was enjoying it, and then I started loving it the second I realized how accidentally very, very silly it was. As soon as I top, stopped taking it seriously, I just took it as just this wild, insane romp, like it's a, a Metal Gear Solid game, talking about nanomachines. Mm. Uh, then, <laughs> uh, then I loved every second of it. Visually, I it think was quite my, solid. My major um, gripe with it was, I saw it in, in the cinema, was the fact that Christopher Nolan made me risk death to see it in mm. the cinema. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and I think that was on my mind. It kind of flavored the whole experience, really. Um, I think a second watch, will I'll enjoy it a lot more. Uh, this time you should start at the, start at the very end and uh, press the rewind button. Play it backwards, yeah. All right, yeah. If, if you yeah, that makes the, sense. The VHS version as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, yeah, the <laughs> crackly lines really make it. Yeah. <laughs> what about you guys? I um, I started watching a new show today called The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, oh, it's so brilliant. good. It's so good. I just started it, so I just finished episode one, um, and I'd heard about it, and I I think I'd seen a few, at least you know, promotional posters and stuff over the years. Um, it's on Amazon Prime and it wasn't until recently where I read exactly what it was about about a woman who wants to be a stand-up comedian in the 1950s um, and as a big comedy fan myself that's what kind of brought me into it I was like okay cool this is it is comedy drama but the, the story itself is about comedy as well so I thought, I thought that um, that sounded really interesting. So I started watching it today and it's pretty damn good. So I'm going to keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't so, have much, so good. much more to so say. Focus, have you seen all of it? Yeah, I watched uh, all three seasons, I think, last year. Maybe um, you have more to say about it, to be honest then. Oh, it's just, oh, it's so, it's just like, I don't know, a delightful show. It's just so cozy and nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and the, the soundtrack and, is great. Um, yeah, the acting is brilliant. The the writing is, is brilliant. I was um, I don't know if I don't know if you agree with me. I, I don't know if it's because my lack of experience in kind of musicals. It as far as I know, it's not a musical. There aren't any musical numbers, but the um, the way the dialogue flows is very musical. It's very mm. theatre. Yeah, it's very snappy. It's like a play. Definitely. Exactly. Um, that was really interesting. Um, and I, yeah, I like that. And, and, you, and you, you got that straight away in episode one. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been watching. Very good show. Good stuff. Um, I have just started Big Little Lies. I don't know if any of you have seen that. No, I've heard um, of it. Uh, it's got Nicole Kidman, um, oh. who, is a, who is a grown woman, not a kid man, um, which, <laughs> which always surprises me. Um, it's got uh, Zoe Kravitz. It's got Reese uh, with, a spoon. with with her spoon. Um, <laughs> the spoon, yeah. Uh, it's it's pretty good so far. It's basically just like Karen's the show. Um, <laughs> 
Is uh, <laughs> the manager uh, did oh, Meryl Streep as well? Uh, I believe so, but she hasn't shown up yet, so I think she might be season two. Uh, okay, because I like, see a poster here with Meryl Streep in the back. Yeah, it's it's quite interesting in that it's like a murder mystery, but like the first episode is literally just called Someone's Dead or Someone's Been Murdered or something like that. So mm-hmm. it's a murder mystery where like half of the mystery is like, who is it who died? You don't know. Mm. Um, which is interesting. Um, but it is like an incredibly frustrating show to watch because they are just oh, like such Karens. Like, but are they <laughs> like, are they, um, um, is that their job? Or are they just like big nosy, nosy Karens? No, no. <laughs> Solving these murders, as you said. Oh no! It's basically like they're um, like most of the main characters are like um, these like mothers who who have kids at this like quite prestigious school, like young kids, and it's just all about like the the catty like politics and stuff. Like oh. I didn't, you didn't invite my son to your daughter's birthday. Oh, like that kind uh, of stuff. Okay. Um, but then it's got this backdrop of like, at some point in the future, because it's told mostly in flashbacks, at some point in the future, one of them's going to die. And like, who killed who? And like, why? And that kind of stuff. Oh, right. So, so the murder doesn't even happen in the first episode. Like the murder happens in the first five minutes, but you don't see who it is or like what, like, Oh, right. But that's it. in the future. You just know it's going to happen at some point. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. Um, so it's cool. pretty interesting so far. Only watched the first two episodes. Um, we'll report back. It is, like I mentioned, like a very, very tiring show to watch because it's just like one of those shows like Succession or something where like none of the characters are likable at all. Mm-hmm. Like they're all just like <laughs> or, horrible or it, people. It's always sunny. Yeah, yeah. All um, of the characters are <laughs> awful, awful <laughs> humans. <laughs> <laughs> I had a dream about Danny DeVito last night. Um, oh no, what did he do to you? Did, oh no, did he, no, um, it was fun. <laughs> did he make the Lorax 2 and you were forced to watch it? <laughs> oh, that's that's the worst, the worst punishment you could give to a man. <laughs> yeah, the worst. No, it was, it, was a, it was a dream, not a nightmare. Um, <laughs> okay. I, know. I had like some friends over for a barbecue, uh, but I couldn't go down to like greet them because I had to do this quest with Danny DeVito in my basement first. Um, <laughs> Is that what he called it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I had to find him a, um, a a magnum condom for his monster dong. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was fun. Do we have any plans for twenty twenty one? Uh, this this podcast I'm doing with a couple of fuckers I knew in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Hope that goes well for you. As we all know, the universe was created in 1977 with the release of the first Star Wars film. Here's our Wikipedia concept of the week. So, listeners, uh, this is the next section of the podcast where we go onto Wikipedia online, um, which is the Star Wars... Yeah, the Star Wars Wikipedia. Um, And we're each going to go onto the explore function and click a random page. And then we'll talk about that random page. Hopefully, it's funny. Um, Who wants to go first? I've got one. Fergus. Uh, I clicked on on random. Mm -hmm. And uh, this page is for a character from the uh, 2003 video game Star Wars Galaxies and Empire Divided, a massively multiplayer online role-playing game developed by Sony Online Entertainment and published by LucasArts. Um, 
And this character is called Dr. Nisks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Can you spell once again, doctor for me? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's D O K dash T O R. Cool. And then this is just how it sounds. Yeah, no need for that one. Yeah. Uh, no, this is Dr. Um which is uh, just for ease of access, uh, spelled N S S K T K Sliss. Hey. <laughs> KTK. <laughs> Once again, that is N S S K T K Sliss. <laughs> Funnily enough, no results. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't know what you guys are doing wrong, but I'll say that again. It's it's once again. Oh, it's I found it. I have it. I have KTK Sliss. Um. He's quite a handsome fellow, isn't he? He looks exactly how you'd expect with a with with that kind of um, name and profession. Oh, yeah, and listeners, pl- please follow along with us if if you go online while you're listening to to the Star Wars wiki and 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 look at the the pages we're looking at at the same time. Um, but for those of you who maybe want a bit of a description, uh, he uh, is um, a male, uh, and his hair color is none. Um, his <laughs> eye color is blue, and he has a prosthetic. Right arm, cybernetic. Yeah, he's kind of like uh, this I, lizard, lizard, lizard creature. Yes, I believe. Uh, I believe that would probably be um, an accurate description of his appearance. Um, there's not much to go on here. There's there's only really a behind the scenes um, description of who he is. Um, what what really interests me about this is the number of blue links uh, to other pages in the the Wikipedia kind of realm, mm. uh, there are a fuckload in here. Um, the just Oh, that one links to actual Wikipedia. But no, the one that most interested me was the, the page for December 15th. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Uh, a lot of shit happened on December 15th it's just, uh, it's in just the Star Wars universe. Literally a fucking date, wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it says, wow. Dr. Nisklis was a cybernetic specialist who operated out of the Moss Entha Medical Center. Entha. Yeah. Good guy. Um, um, of course, um, uh, he was erroneously identified as Abu Aramfalad. Aram, <laughs> Ara, Ar, not, not even going to try it. What? Aramflahad. Aramflahad. In the game, who if you click on is a completely different person. But what? (laughs) 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 If you click on the other, the other one of the three, Mint Fabul, um, is another cybernetic specialist. (laughs) Mint. So a lot of them. Mint Fabul is a female. Aqualish oh, wow. species from the Aqualish oh. species, hence the face vagina. Um, <laughs> wearing I'm going to go ahead. Yellow dress. I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, each of these should be a stand-in for one of us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, are you suggesting a, a tag yourself kind of situation? Yeah, I'm going to say tag yourself. I'd say, I'd say. Uh, 
I might actually tag Ronan as Abu. I think Ronan looks oh, like an Abu. As Abu Aramflad. <laughs> Aramflad. Big man Indeed. with a big neck. Wearing a yeah. flame, a flame <laughs> shirt. Oh, like a Guy Fieri flame shirt. The floor is cool. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Uh, I had no idea this character existed, but I think now he is my favorite Star Wars character. I love him. <laughs> oh gosh! Nice. Yeah. Well, I, if I may, jump in with my one. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, uh, Abu. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Does that make me a uh, uh, um, mint? Oh yeah, mint. You are so mint. You, um, pe- people enjoy you uh, after dinner. Mm-hmm. After eight. <laughs> <laughs> after eight. Mint fabu. Um. So I. I went through a few here. I, I, I there were a couple, a couple of good ones, and I, I didn't settle on them. Um, such as spelled capital U, capital R, lowercase O, capital R, capital R, lowercase U, capital R, apostrophe R, apostrophe R. Who is, of course, the Tuscan Raider who attacks Luke. Um, right. Yeah. Anakin's immolation theme, which is the musical light motif that plays as he's catching fire. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, not even, not even the the section, like the track from the soundtrack. Just, just the light motif. Just the light motif. The little jingle. Oh um, but I thought it would be a crime not to include uh, a character who we've so breaking from form here. I didn't get to him by the random one, but we've discussed him outside of recording. This is Gerald. 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 Oh my. Gerald. Um, Gerald simply with a J or Gerald with a G? With a G, spelt the normal way. Uh, also from <laughs> Star Wars Galaxies. <laughs> he's, a, he's a little alien guy uh, wearing a pink shirt. Simply called Gerald. <laughs> Gerald exists. Uh, <laughs> the Ewok Festival of Love, where he's looking for a partner. We explain what the Ewok Festival of Love is. I, I think we can fill that in one in for ourselves <laughs> using the the listener's imagination. Um, because my, if, it's, if it's anything yeah. other than what I'm imagining, I don't want to know. <laughs> my take on it is it's like Woodstock, but for Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> they have um, um, uh, Jefferson Starship playing. Star Wars favorite. Because I just lo- love this guy because he's... He looks quite surprised. He's wearing a pink shirt. His name is Gerald. He appears in one moment and he wants to fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Gerald was a non-player character in the Star Wars galaxies. He was in the game during the Ewok Festival of Love celebration of 2011. What? (laughs) 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 Not so long ago after all. (laughs) In the year 2011. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's what what it says a long time ago. Every time, that's when it's referring to. (laughs) During the event, players could pair up with Gerald as as well as several other NPCs with companions who shared similar interests. Just like in real Mm. life. (laughs) 
What what do you think these interests might be? Fashion, obviously. Fashion. Yep, he he is kind of uh rock in that salmon colored um cardigan. The salmon is for uh, desire. He looks like he, he might be laying on some sand, so maybe the beach. Yep, he obviously likes sand, which, as we know in Star Wars, isn't a universal it's thing. It's a, a, a controversial opinion. Um, in fact, um, it was uh, one of the sole reasons Anakin and Padme got together was because on their Tinder bios, they both shared a disinterest in sand. Um, oh, yeah. And seeing as, it's, um, seeing as it's 2011, he might also be into dubstep. So maybe that could be something <laughs> they talk about. <laughs> so, this, okay, okay, so I feel like we need to construct this dating profile for him. So this is Gerald. He likes fashion, relaxing on the beach, and dubstep. He's looking for uh, He's partner. five foot 11. Um, he, likes, he likes long walks on the beach. Mm. Yeah, so a dubstep, sand, and... Fashion. Is yeah. that who Gerald is? I think so. I think that's with Gerald. Fast, he, he's he's sure to find love. That's Gerald in a nutshell. It says he's a spacer. It was a slang term referred to those made their livings flying through space. So about like 99% of people in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a traveler. Maybe he likes to travel. And now he, and now he, he, he wants to settle down. He wants to settle down. He's been traveling for too long. It's about time he yeah. oh, hang up the old hang up the old starship. Mm-hmm. Hang up the old pink shirt. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Find some love. Felipe. Gerald. I do. Um I had one, but I, I've clicked on this one. And this one sounds great. Uh <laughs> Uh, so this is New Year's. So N-U-Y-U apostrophe S. New Year's. New Year's was a tattoo shop <laughs> owned by New Year. <laughs> a male Lefrarian. Um, Lefrarians were a sentient, sentient avian humanoids indi- indigenous to the planet Lafra, um, oh. which looks a lot like Earth. Funny that. Yeah, and he owns a tattoo parlor. The owner, of, the owner of the shop made a fairly good living selling cosmetic body alterations to the pirates. <laughs> 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 I'm guessing they they went for the classic pirate tattoo, the the mother thing with the anchor. Oh yeah, with yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, yeah, good, good to know there's someone out there making sure that everyone in the Star Wars universe is stylish. Like he, yeah. he and it's, it's he guys and, like him and Gerald and Gerald, yeah, yeah. They, they're on um, Star Wars Queer Eye. <laughs> Pirate, <laughs> turning you from a sand-hating, annoying teenager into a ooh, a delicious cyborg black caped Hulk, Hulk <laughs> hunk, hunk. <laughs> Hulk's a different universe. Um, New New You first appeared in The Preparing for War, which is a book, I believe. An adventure scenario. A game. Indeed. New You. New Year's. Happy New Year's. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, is that... 
Is that all of us for Wikipedia? Yeah, I think so. That'll, that'll do for our Wikipedia section. Um, there'll be no, uh, yeah, we'll carry on next week with Wikipedia. With more concepts explained through the lens of Wikipedia, like mm-hmm. tattoos and December the 15th. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, our next section is recommendations, where we each recommend our listeners, our wonderful listeners, um, something cool that we've been either listening, playing, or watching, or whatever, reading. Um, recently um, my recommendation is a TV show called Broad City I don't know if you guys have heard of it I've heard about it is that the sequel to Broad Church (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness Uh, uh, yes it is Um, but it's actually a comedy much like Broad Church Um, (laughs) Uh, it's very tonally similar (laughs) (laughs) yeah Broad City Uh, um, these two uh, girls in New York who live kind of like um, they're kind of like they're not like um, they're like young and they they haven't quite figured out what they want to do with their life and stuff and it's kind of just following them through that journey and it's really funny um, highly recommend if um, you still doubt that women aren't funny which I still hear which is annoying. Um, um, shame on you. Um, but this, yeah. Um, yeah, this is great. Yeah, a good one-two punch from you with uh, that and marvelous Mrs. Maisel, both about women finding their way in New York. Yes, and being very funny. And yes, um, completely different from marvelous Mrs. Maisel, but yeah, both both about women, both in New York. Great show, created by two like best friends, um, Ilana Glazer and Abby Jacobson, and they play kind of well in the show. That that's their character names as well. So I think it's might be loosely based off um, you know some of their adventures because uh, I believe they both went to New York University, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so channeling yeah. their shenanigans into yeah. Yeah, in television. Um, yeah, it's really funny. Um, yeah, and as I said, if if you still, and I, it is, it's still a bit weird to me when when I hear people question if women are funny. When yeah, I'm I'm surprised that that's even a thing. Yeah, it's. I mean, I, I think I thought I thought we past that. Yeah, I mean, as someone who follows comedy quite closely. In, for the past few years, there definitely has been, um, you know, there's been way more opportunities for women in, in like panel shows and stuff like that. But it's still weird that it's taken that in, until like recently for that to happen. Um, uh, yeah, there was an article in Barry Fair that went viral, like either last week or a couple of weeks ago. Um, purely because it's fucking stupid. The title of the article is literally "Why Women Aren't Funny," and this mm. this guy just goes on a full article length spiel about why he thinks women aren't funny, and uh, it kind of blew up because it's nonsense. Um, who who is that? Who who wrote it? Was it some random? The author was a guy called Christopher Hitchens. The name sounds familiar. It sounds but... familiar. Christopher Hitchens, as yeah. in the. 
the author, or no, the, yeah, the writer and the philosopher. Who's uh, now dead? Oh, he's dead. He died in 2011. Did he? Is that him? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, Christopher Hitchens. Yeah, he was. Oh, he's a. Yeah, he's he's very famous. Um. Yeah. Yeah, he's written, well, written well, loads well. of books, and there's loads of. Um, oh, but back when I was when I was fourteen and thinking myself to be very clever for the first time and realizing how to think about the world and being all superior, I watched a lot of his videos and go, "Wow, he's got a lot of points." Look at him being so clever. <laughs> Alas, even the cleverest of people can have stupid opinions about. Yeah, stuff. it seems so. Anywho, not Anywho. to dwell on the negatives. Mm. Uh, Fergus, do you have a recommendation? So I was going to recommend this great book I read earlier this week by a, an up-and-coming author named J.J. Davenport um, uh, called Apollo 69. Um, <laughs> an incredibly right? erotic okay. um, tale. <laughs> yes, well, so, so, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm still on the title. Um, uh, it's called Apollo 69, which is quite clever because... It's it's like the space missions, but also filthy. <laughs> um, I was going to recommend that, um, but I decided to go for something a bit more unusual. Anyway, um, instead, um, as the book is blowing up and it doesn't need any help, um, uh, getting getting viral. Uh, so instead, I'm going to recommend Richard Dawkins' Twitter feed. Uh, Richard Dawkins, of course, the esteemed biologist, um, author of The God Delusion, uh, renowned atheist, um, mm -hmm. intellectual, uh, and old man, has a hilarious Twitter feed. <laughs> the, the tweet I'm going to recommend in particular is from October 13th, 2013. And it reads as thus. Saw a down and out in Seattle last night. His sign said not, I need food. Or, I need a job, but I need a fat bitch. What could this mean? <laughs> and I wanted to, to try and figure out with you guys, what, what could that mean? <laughs> Is that the entire tweet? That's the whole tweet, yeah. Wow. Was, was he being serious or was he... Um... I think it's funnier if I imagine he was being serious, but I don't know if he was. Um, um, well, I think this, this down and out, as he's calling him... Um, is absolutely one of our people who is getting shwasty. Yeah. Yes. Most definitely. Like, he's he's, he's looking to become more shwasty with this fat bitch. Do you think Richard Dawkins would be, uh, would, would, do you think he'd, be, he'd like to be a fellow shwastian? I think, I think with this tweet, if he was memeing with it, he already is. Hmm. Um, Out of his time. Of course, his, his Twitter feed came to my attention um, because a couple of weeks ago he tweeted out something uh, which I thought was hilarious and the rest of Twitter also did, which I'll just get for you now, about lions. He was talking about lions. Lions. Mm. Yeah. Um, and this, this is from December 28th of last year. And he, he poses a very philosophical question. If lions were discovered having antelope catching nets... 10 lion lengths wide, it would be headline news. 
Yet spiders weave intricate insect-catching nets hugely bigger than themselves, and we treat it as commonplace. What's the difference? And I think the difference here, um, to answer Mr. Dawkins' question, is the fact that we already know spiders can do that. (laughs) (laughs) This wasn't a surprise. I understand where he's coming from, but the reason... It would be headline news if we saw a lion doing that. Is The reason it would be is because lions can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same reason why it would be news if, if we could suddenly fly or if <laughs> gravity but, didn't work anymore. But birds yeah. do that all the time. What's the difference? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Why? why I mean, we'd be surprised if... Um, if a spider was five feet long and had a big mane and chased down antelope. Um, yeah. so why aren't we surprised when lions do it? Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is an interesting philosophical point, though, from the man who brought us the God's illusion. Um, anyway, that was my recommendation. His whole, tweet, his whole Twitter thread is largely just science stuff, but occasionally you get gems like that, so he's mm-hmm. worth a follow. It, it's funny that you bring up... Um, that you bring him up because he and Christopher Hitchens are were often in the same circles as these intellectuals you'll see debating professionally. Right. Indeed. Like, kind of they'll, like, like, they'll both be put up against a, a hardcore pastor right. debating, does God exist? And they'll go, well, of course that doesn't exist, you idiot. They're both in the uh, same... Well, they were in the same age group, no? Same kind of um, group of intellectuals, British intellectuals. School, yeah. school of intellectuals, maybe. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a, a bit younger, but they're yeah, they're both in that kind of realm. Yes, when I googled Christopher Hitchens just a few moments ago, Richard Dawkins came up, mm. and I was like, "I'll just talk about him instead of Apollo 69. Shame. It sounds funny. I think I think we'll definitely get to that book very soon. Indeed, full review coming soon. Mm-hmm. Ronan, what what have you? What's your recommendation for the week? Uh, my, my recommendation, I've been. I suppose, I suppose um, speaking of coincidences, with you, you two talking about the um, uh, talking about intellectuals um, going off that Apollo thing, you said um, I've been thinking a lot about the moon lately, and like moon moon landings and moon missions. Um, and my girlfriend got me a couple books about that for Christmas, um, right. and. And I was thinking about the film Moon from mm-hmm. 2009, uh, directed by Duncan Jones, the son of David Bowie. Uh, really? Uh, yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Duncan Jones. Uh, but director. Jones is a different word to Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> well, his full name is. Um, his, his, his given name is. Z- Zoe. Zowie, Zowie Bowie. Zoe Bowie. Duncan Zoe Hayward Jones is his official yeah, name. According that's to too cool. Um, um, yeah, he directed the Warcraft film. Maybe he didn't want... Not much else. Uh, kind of already... He maybe wanted to make a name for himself, you know, without using the Bowie mm, name. That, make, that makes sense. You know. uh, but this, yeah, this film Moon, it stars... Stars Sam Rockwell, and he's he works on a moon base, and the whole thing is that they're they're mining materials from the moon. But it's it's 
mostly automated. They just need they just need someone there on hand in case something breaks down. They need one person uh, who works in a in a three year stint. Um, so it's just Sam Rockwell on the moon base alone with um, I think that this is this an AI who talks to him, and that's the entire film. Um, well, it it obviously it goes places, but they, those would be spoilers. Um, but I think it's just such a simple concept. Such a simple concept, and I think it's very clever, and it's really atmospheric, and it gets quite tense and very psychological, and it's got an incredible soundtrack. Okay, I think I watched it years ago. And I, I remember I've, I've never heard of it. Hmm. Uh, I'd recommend it's it. A very kind of creepy movie in the end. Hmm. Um, when you first started talking there, I thought you were gonna say you were just gonna recommend the moon. <laughs> I've been thinking a lot about the moon lately, so um, <laughs> I, I recommend that. I, I recommend, recommend standing that. outside and looking at the moon. <laughs> Do you think um, Duncan Jones was inspired to become a filmmaker by his father's um, prestigious acting career, starring in The Snowman and such, and Labyrinth and The Man Who Fell to Earth? Yes, almost always with his. Big bulging balls. The moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was inspired to make moon by his his dad's skin tight <laughs> balls in Lapland. <laughs> <laughs> he looked up at them, he saw a connection and decided this will be how I dedicate my life. And instead of looking, the, the thing that inspired him to make a film called Moon wasn't looking at the moon every single night. <laughs> outside his window because it's in the sky for free um, <laughs> for free yeah, charge, charge charge a premium charge tickets look at the moon yeah. I think I've actually read about how he pitched the movie he just walked into a studio at night and just opened the window and pointed up and said and Sam moon. Rockwell was like yes yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> he has it He's no one else on just me just me I want it for myself <laughs> <laughs> one man, one moon. Let's do this. <laughs> Actually, no, that's a lie. I've heard conflicting reports. I think it was just a case of he went in to pitch a completely different film and Sam Rockwell just mooned him and he thought, <laughs> son of a bitch, that's it. <laughs> like, You're going to moon me, I'll moon you. And I believe that brings us to the end of the podcast. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, um, you can't see it all now, listeners, but we're all mooning each other. Yes. Um. Just to uh, say goodbye. Um, did we um, answer the question? What was the question? Why we? Um, why, why, why we, we get wasty? Get why we get wasty? Did we? Wasty. Did we give enough reasons? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't think we did answer it. Do you think we're going to have to come back again? Do this next week? I, I'd say it's a necessity at this point. Yeah, okay. I don't think um, let's. I don't Let's think keep we doing it until we get an answer. Yeah, I think I think that's the best plan. Yeah. So, so listeners, every every week we're going to put out one of these to try and answer that question, and if we can't answer it in the episode, then we'll just keep going. Um, and and the day we can is the day the episode or the, the day the entire show dies. Exactly. Um, listeners, it'll be great to hear your stories on why you get tracy and how. Um, especially if they're funny, for us to read out. And please send them to whywegetshwasty at gmail.com. Um, and then we'll read them out 
get shwasty with you next week. It's been yes. a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Indeed. Ciao, ciao. Bye-bye. Nice ass, boys.